talking about Kisobe, so there's a, an interesting Sifri. Uh, says, means now. Whenever he says the word Vahoya, it means now. So now you're coming to the land, So I'm giving you a mitzvah that's going to make it possible for you to inherit and to sit this and to live there. And what is the mitzvah? The mitzvah is Bikur. Now what what's that gotta do? If you give me a mitzvah, this chus and this thing, you can give me any mitzvah by Bikur Medavke. The first thing when you come to Eretz soil, you got to realize it's not yours. It's only the Rabbanish All the laws of Shemitah, all of these halachas of the Shvatim and the days when it goes back and it doesn't go back, you know, I don't make those things <coughs> up. That's all the Rabbanish This is my land. How are you going to prove that you're Magishtet? So the end is when you come and you give Bikur. What's the law of Bikur? The guy's supposed to go out in this field and he sees that one Te'ena is somehow ripening more than the other ones. He's supposed to take a string and put it around that Te'ena and say this Te'ena is going to be Bikur. So in other words, you walk into stores I know maybe it used to be more common, I guess, years ago, when there'd be a dollars on the on the wall. We got more riches, I saw already $20 on the wall, and I saw even more than that. Why? It's good money. I should use it to spend it. Why am I poison on the wall? This is the first 20 I made, and that goes on the wall to show everyone this is it. So, the 20 is not more choshev to anybody else in the world. You give it to somebody else, it'll be a regular change of a 20, has no my, not, no, no myla. But to the owner who worked hard on it, this 20 means a lot to me. This is the first 20 I made. Okay? When I give away the bikurim, which is the owner, has only a shivus to the, to the bailim, has no shivus to other people. Other people will get it. a better tater. He bought just now. Whatever it is, you buy fruit in the, in the stores. In the, in the early, we know you buy the early fruit. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste, it's not, at least not, uh, I can eat it. It has a shaykhist to the men, but it's not the end. You want to go in the middle of the season? Oh, then I get a good fruit. And which one we want? We want the bikurim. We want the ones that the only shivas is to the Bible. And that I give away. Because I'm not the Bible. If you can come with that attitude, then you're going to enter the land and do it. If you think that it's yours, it ain't going to happen. That's basically what he's talking about. And then it says also, and it says of Hashem, Hashem in Bavli says, you don't camping from Evayadin because they took it themselves. I don't understand what that means. I learned Chomish. And it says over there that Moshe Rabbein is talking, and I gave the land of Arad of Sichon and Oig to the Shevet of Ruben and God, and Chotzi Shevet Menashe. I think it was the last week said, 
Well, was it somewhere in there maybe the year, the week before? And actually, that says to the fascist person. That says, huh? The end of this week's parasha. The end of this week's parasha. The end of this week's parasha, okay? Then the end of this week's parasha. So it says, yeah, that's why you have to get mixed up because I learned the thing before. Okay. But anyway, it's this week's parasha. So, uh, so what do you mean? It says, God gave it to me. What do you talk about? I took it by myself. So this is a very important Allah. And the Rambam holds when Ikshal in it and he counts the things that people can't do chuva on. Hard to do chuva on. And one of them is that he ate Misude Shain and Mistapik Labayan. Because you don't think that's Gezel. I I asked him for a cookie and he gave it to me. What do you want from me? So I'm a, why am I my gazel? This was I remember this in Yeshiva, that's why. Used to get packages, packages from home in those years. There was nothing to buy in the stores. You got the homemade cookies. Let's say your mother sent you a box of 50 cookies, right? Immediately you got 49 friends in here, and they maybe they'll leave you the one. And you say, can I have one? Can I have one? Can I have one? To each guy, how can you turn down the one? So I give it to them, right? At the end, I end up, I don't have anything for myself. So, you can't do that. Years ago, it was called, uh, oh boy, I forget what we called it. The guys you say, if you got a citizen, we didn't call them schnoz, you know, yeah, give me, you have a cigarette? Okay. This was the thing, when I was in Yeshiva, there were certain guys that bought packs, and they, usually they smoke a pack a day, and they give out like five, six, seven cigarettes, and they would themselves go around afterwards to mooch the brothers. But you went to guys who also smoked. So today I give you, tomorrow you'll give me, so mainly you weren't mocked. But to the guys who are not smokers, so they smoke only five cigarettes a day. I'm not gonna buy a pack of cigarettes to smoke five cigarettes a day. So I'm going to snow my five fixes a day. That's what I'm going to do. Everybody was put on it. I'm saying, you know, because they're taking things from us that we don't. We made a, a, a uh, gemach, if you want to call it that, that the old cheese boxes in Lakewood. We had a, we a pool. Yeah, pool. Made a pool. It was in a cheese box. And the cheese box it was, I remember what Charlie Weiss put in his first Philip Morris pack was half he had eaten there. A penny a cigarette. In the end, Yossi Tanwood told me they sent fifty thousand dollars to Pilum from this penny a cigarette. Okay? But the a guy can't mooch, that's what mooches. You can't I can't mooch a cigarette anymore for a penny. Pay the penny. Now you can buy your five cigarettes. So they had no excuse. So we solved that problem, if you want to call it. That there's the problem, that there's the shaylet, that the sudashen mistapek is the I explained when we were talking about B'nei Beluvim, B'nei God, in the end of Matas, in the end of Matas, no, Matas, we have the the time, whatever they talked that, that they go in and go, they had a lot of time. 
right? So we spoke about the Azimatis. And we spoke about, like, they have their request. Then you have Moshe Rabbeinu yelling at them, like, you guys are like the Maraglam. And they answer back, we didn't mean that, and stuff like that. Why was Moshe Cheshit them that they got along, that they're interested in, in not going to fight for the rest of them? When he asked him, what are you going to do about the rest of the people? Like anybody who else, why am I assuming that they're going to show him? Because all you should have told us was the first parasha. That's why it's all those samachs. You're looking at divided into three parashas. Why is it three parashas or one conversation? The idea is at the beginning, you're supposed to say, Eretz, uh, this and this and this is good for tzoyin. V'labadecha tzoyin. I understand what you want. I mean, I'm not stupid. You ask me, you tell me you got sheep, and this land is good for sheep. So I understand you want this land. That's all you should have said. When you started begging and started saying, please give us this land and this and that, now you're putting me in a position that I can't say no. You put me in a position I can't say no, that's called taking yourself. Another thing. The same thing we found, we discussed in the Eschanan. Eventually told Moshe stop. Don't ask me again. The Gemara says, why not? Because then I'll be like an arso. That means, if that i got to give it to you, or I'll be like an arso, so I'm going to have to give it to you. So therefore, you're not, I don't want you to have it. So don't ask me. Okay. So that was the... You know, so, so here's the same thing. They ask, they push for it. That's called taking by yourself. It's not called you were given. Technically, I give you were given it because you can't take it by yourself because God has it. But, but basically, it's cool. From this, I came up with a thing for myself. In the yeshiva, you call it a tshuva for Rosh Yeshivas. Maybe if you're cool, the guy will give. So now the Shailas Mesky, does the guy give stock and pierce his mice, pierce his chaimish, whatever it is there? So you're only putting pressure on him. In other words, if I call, he'll give me. If I said, if you call, he won't give you because you already gave. You can't, he's not going to give out more money. That pressure is also because I'm taking it because you can't say no to me. So you're going to give it to me. So that's not that's not called thing there. But if the guy didn't give, then Kaifen Alat Stokis, that's no known Kaifen So this is Kaifen Alat Stokis. I'm forcing it into a position they can't say anything is good. But to an embassy about Stokis, who, who we know that they, they, they give, give and give, an open hand, we assume that they gave the Chaymish, they gave me, they gave me the thing there. So Elavos, he didn't give me, he gave the other guy. Okay, so what's, what's his, your Stokis better than the other guy's Stokis? No better. You want, you also want, okay, you just want to, to ask him. But if you wanted to ask him to put pressure on him, that you can't. That's what came out of So therefore, you got to know how to ask a friend. You ask anybody else, you're putting pressure on him, and that's why he's giving it to you. You should know that's a guess. Okay. Then it says, you to go and you say, you're supposed to say things when you bring Bikurim. So it says you're supposed to say Arami Evirovi. I mean, first of all, you got to understand who Arami is. Arami is Lovan, right? Lovan is the same Zayde to all of us as Yisrael Avinu. 
Mamish, the same Zayde. All 12 Shvatim come from him. And yet he's called Rami Yevirovi. He's not interested. In so when it comes to familial relationships, it's like what we have in Lay, we have the, by, by the, uh, by, um, the guy who talks into something there. Uh, Mesa Yeah, Mesa It says you can't listen to him because he's, why the hell Hashem that took Adam and Shrayim? So in other words, that that comes first and before anything else. You owe me, whatever it is there. But the idea is that I don't listen to my family either. As I said, thank you, My family, for whatever reasons, don't believe in the Taylor. Don't make a difference. Uh, you know, we, we, we won't do such a thing. We don't take such people into the house. We won't do this, this, whatever it is. Whatever it is, I'm not going into now and then. People who do kill and people who are anti-kill. But there's this problem that you, you have. Is the chat is that my parents, I don't have to listen to in most cases. I'm a new dog, I'm a new starting off, a new thing. Rami, you, you want to believe in all of the stuff I believe in, so my mail, I don't have to listen to him. The Shiva is, like, you know, there's really a lot of years in between. Rami, Avid going down to Mitzrayim. I mean, uh, uh, what do you call it? He was, when did he leave? Uh, what do you call it? When Yosef was eight years old, because he was just born, I mean, that time, when Yosef was born. Here it's talking about at least Binyamin uh, when he was 17 years old already, and they went all the tripping, the thing, how many times, whatever he is, it is. I think about 30 years in Egypt, when it comes out, that the difference. In. So it's not Arami Yevidovi that I went down to Mitzrayim. Arami Yevidovi is when we left Lovam, we left Ramarayim, whoever it is, then he wanted to kill us. And when Benjamin saved us, he saved us. Then circumstances was a hunger, so he went to Mitzrayim. What's one thing under the other? He says, he never would have gone to Mitzrayim unless he had a Rami Yevirovi. What does it mean? That he had the confidence to go to Mitzrayim and not worry about integration or whatever, the assimilation. Why? I lived by Lava. And the biggest kaifer and the biggest trickster and the biggest gangster and the biggest, what he called, is Lava. And he's successful, so a lot of the kids may want to follow him, right? And I brought out a wonderful family. I have no problem. I'm not afraid of any competitive competition to the thing. So Mitzrayim, what are you going to do, Mitzrayim? You bring me out the types of Mitzrayim and all these things. It's a big deal. I can come down. So the fact that I was able to sustain myself against the types of by Lovan, so I had the confidence to go to Mitzrayim. But it was wrong. That's the point that you have to remember. That was wrong. I didn't have the ability to stay in Mitzrayim. But that's why you went to Mitzrayim. And that's all this, whatever happened afterwards. They took us five other men, and I think they had to take us out. All it is is because Arami gave it up. Because we had the companies for Mitzrayim.
Yaakov Avinu didn't have a choice to go there to Mitzrayim. We know he didn't have a choice. He definitely thought he had a choice. He wanted to see Yosef again, right? But when did he, when did he finally learn his lesson? When he's down there, and the Vanisham came to their to their Shev, I think it is, right? And the Vanisham comes to him in a cholam and tells to me in Altira. When a guy, the Mashkiach, used to always say, when a guy tells me, don't worry, that's when I start worrying. And same thing, don't be afraid. That means that you better be afraid. Something's wrong with you. And, uh, and that's what it says. And, I, and I'll read the Pasuk for you. Where is it? And yeah, right, because he is only when he starts the fight. Okay, so you soil here. So whenever he uses the wash in soil, that's the shem, strong shem. Yaakov is the weak shem. So you soil and everything you had went came to Beersheva, made everything to everybody else. Yevanshim comes and Yeme Yaakov Yaakov. Doesn't say to Yisrael Yisrael. Now it's you Yaakov. Come to give me this thing that you're strong. You're weakling. You're nothing. Yeme Hineni. He says Yeme Nechi Kelikavicha. Nechi Ered Imcha Mitzrayim. First of all, Altiro Meldo Mitzrayim. Don't be fine to go there. He'll go go to Lassim. I'm going to make it into a big nation there. So I said, you have to start worrying. I'm going down with you. I'll bring up where you're dying. You're dying in Mitzrayim, my friend. You're not coming back here. Not alive anyway. Who got up? Yaakov. The name of the weak name. I mean, he certainly didn't tell the Stusa. As far as they're going, we're going down, it's fine, we're the big shots, right? But Yankee Favino, there was a guy they were carrying. They weren't carrying Israel anymore. And that's the point. Okay. Now, uh, the Gemara says, Echen, I think it is. Anyway, over there, it says that rich people get richer and poor people get poorer. So how do you know that? From the Pesach go from here. And they, they took him that you have to bring it in a keli. So the rich guy used to bring it in clay kesev and clay zahav, but he didn't leave it by the coin. He took the keli back. So all he gave him was the fruit. The poor guy came with baskets, with, with, with straw baskets. So straw baskets cost them many, penny a week, a neck, a quarter, whatever it cost them. Not taking it back, you're leaving that by the coin. So you lost the quarter, and the other one lost it. When we were in Yeshiva, he said that the rich guy, how was the child in our time to know that? The rich guy bought a $100 suit. See, I remember how many years ago that was. He bought a $100 suit. He was a rich guy. He said, it always looked nice, and it held up for a year and a half, two years. Poor guy had no one buy the $50 suits. He bought it twice a year. Both wore out, and both by the time looked like you need a new suit. So, okay, so here's this guy, we're both spending $100, 
But somehow he was able to buy the hundred dollar suit, and I wasn't. That's the difference. He was able to get rich. I mean, his stuff always looked good. Thought he was rich with this thing. We were the poor guys. We read it as one parsha. I would assume is because we're not we're not in the Anisa of the Malta in the in the, uh, in the what you have to say by the Kulin, it's one piece. We don't break it up. Otherwise, you can stop with another pasuk. You got to stop by Shani. You eleven psukim here. You got to stop over there. Because the first one you stop after three psukim. I should have seen Losis Lano, right? It's all one parsha. So one, two, three. Uh, uh, then it tells you could finished over there, but you don't finish over there. So I think maybe because you can't be mafsik the parsha. So the shlishi guy gets shani to shlishi, and that's for vidu meisim. So Shiva asked again, why are you calling it vidu meisim? Talking about Vidu, as far as I know, goes Otosi Avisi Peshaiti. That's Vidu. What does he say over here? Lo yechalti beni mimeni, lo yechalti mimeni betome, lo yechalti mimeni lemeis, shemati b'kol Hashem, lekaya sisi, kekol Hashem tzvisoni. I'm not saying that I was a bad guy. I'm saying I'm the biggest static in the world. I did everything you told me. But, so why, why are you calling Vidu myself? Says Vidu is not meant to say I say chatosi visa bishaiti. When I say chatosi visa bishaiti, you're you're being malgish that you were chaiti. So you got to do chuba. The guy comes and says shemati osisi cholashes to isoni. Did you really do whatever I command? You did the mitzvah the way I wanted it done? No. So. When I say those words, I have to go through all my actions and think about it. Because I good and bad or not, that's Vidu. I'm saying it and for the things that don't come out good, I do Chuvet. That's the thing. That's why it's called Vidu Maisa. The second thing you have to go in into this, uh, in, in the Vidu, in the Indian concept of the mice of Esa that we're talking about, that we were talking about a Sisi collection, which is I didn't really do what you told me to do. Okay. Well, not what the proper Gavon is, or whatever it is there. A Kohen Godel on Yemen Kippurim says, O Sisi, Avisi, Peshaiti, Ani Ubeisi, Ani Yivirachayanim, what do you call it, for cloudy soil? Is the Kohen Godel a liar? We're talking about who's the king goddess we're talking about. Aaron, he did, he did, he did his kobonis. Eloza, Shimnatzadik, Ezra Sefer. I mean, you're talking about Kihanim Gedalim that we never did a chet in their lives. So how do you think of Chotasi Avisi Pashaiti? How is he able to say that? He's a liar. He never was chaiti. No, Benjamin said, in the union of Kavonis, of Esse, the Ein Tzadik Bo'otzah Shalei Yechta. To do a love, 
many people can say, I never did a lab, I never ate tafas, I never did Shabbos, never was anything there. We, I think we always can say that, or hopes we will say that, right? About, about to say, I dab in with the right kavone, I put on krimon, I put on tzitzis, I did this, I'm learning with the right kavone, or something like that, that I can't say. So since I can't say it, on that tzchotos sevisi peshit. Now I'm getting to a point uh, where I want to be mechalik. I think I mentioned that in, in Akiv, I'm not sure if I did, but in Akiv, I think, is the first time that we see the lotion of Ko do all the mitzvahs. I want to read the, the contract, if you want to call it, between us and the Rebbeinu Shalevon. So let's see what it is. Uh, it's Hashem Hemalta Yem Liesel Chololokim. You chose God today to be your God. What does it mean to be your God? So he says, Loleches Bitrochov, Lishme Kukov, Nitzvesim, Ishbot, Lishme Abikailam. It's not just, I believe God is God. Avon Ravino believed God was God from the time he was able to recognize Akadish Bochu, three, five, twenty-five, whatever the years you want to go on that he was. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing. When does the Rabbanish Lomaskin call him your God and your children's God when he's 99 years old? What about Tuvel? Tuvel, you weren't my God. You were God. Because there's only me, that's a Messias. You're God. You created the world, you made everything, you're God. But are you my God? That means, do I follow you? Is there something I'm learning from you? Is there anything else? That there is no such thing. When I'm with me, Kabul, Salech Lefona, Vihisomim, at that point, and you made the Bruce Miller to to think that then I will be a God to you and your God. God, Yitzchok, I don't really know any any Maisim that happened. I would assume it goes on the Akedah. I can't understand this. Therefore, it's something in Yisiras Nefesh or the Avas Hashem, something like that. But you find the Rabbeinah Shalom when he came to Yankee Ravina in the dream. He passes by Yitzhak, I say, I'm the God of Avram Avicha and of Yitzchak. So Rabbeinah Shalom calls him Lekei Yitzchak. So obviously there was that connection there. Now you can say, I don't know anything, except that Rabbeinah Shalom, he was the Eulah Tamima, and he was chosen by God to be his thing, and it probably was a reciprocation of whatever that means. I don't know what the answer was that was. Yankif Avino again has this thing, and what we learn over there that it has to do with the union of everything I eat is Shem Shemayim, everything I do is Shem Shemayim. And I will try it. And that's why he makes it tonight with the Rebbein Shalim. And he says, I met Vayida Neda, he says, if I'm going to go and come back, Rebbein Zavi, Bisholim, and Raji says, what's Bisholim in Bidichet? Then I will accept what you told me. Now may I Now you'll be my God. I am requiring from you that you should live a life that everything you do is a shem shemay. How much you eat, how much things and vichas. We have tochum for that. When you want the ice cream, that's not the issue. I'm saying there, but the shal is how do you do it and whatever it is. I tell you, you need for your keches. They 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 define how much protein you need, how much this you need, how much that you need, how much weight you have, whatever it is there. So that's what you're entitled to. 
and maybe even tell them to enjoy it. Because when the Benjamin is not going to hate you, he wants you to enjoy it. And he made payless lahanis loy benayodam. So therefore, if you make a bracha, or when you see the root payers growing, you make lahanis loy benayodam, so you know food is made for you to enjoy. And you're making a bracha on it. Right? This is going to be geschmack. I'm going to eat it, and then I'm going to make a bracha on it. But not more than you need. I didn't tell you how to eat your protein. You eat your protein, sardines, or rib steak, that you can do with only three ounces. That's where the problem comes in. It's easier to fast than to eat a thousand calorie diet. Why? Because I ate it, and I have geschmack, and I want to eat nachashtikl. I didn't eat it, I didn't eat it. So that gets hold, and then that's what the vein so I don't know if I can live like that. You know, to tell me only so much and not more. I don't know if I can do it. If I can go back to Beis Havi, I actually can do it. I'm going to it as a chayvah. And that's really what we pray in Mishman Esli. Mishman Esli, you say, Lekeinu, 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 If you're trying to identify who you, Lekeinu, are, then you should have said, Lekeinu, Lekeinu, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. What's the additional So obviously, this is what I hold is the volcano. In other words, we will not try it, and that's forever. We will the whole category. That's what we will There are three hashkafes that we have to, we also mekabalikayavalam, that we have to treat our kids, raise our kids differently. And we yitzchok, whatever it is, yilashemayim, and man, and we try and live everything those are the three things that we pick up. So that's really four things. Okay. But let's see what it says, what it says. So I, re- so I read it. So Hashem said to Hashem, and God chose you today, and to listen to all his mitzvahs. We didn't commit ourselves to listen to all his mitzvahs. But to Pesitra Elyon, I can't put you on unless you listen to all the mitzvahs. Pesitra Elyon, what does that mean? Parana Gumore, in the end of Makis, that's a Dover HaMelech, so that the Kla Yisrael couldn't learn anymore 613 mitzvahs, so he made 11 kolim. Came in Shai, he made 6 kolim. He made three kolim. I just so the mind stood up, and Shai again made two. Until we come to Chabakuk, he made one kolim. First of all, if we can actually learn kolat to the kula from these kolim, why did we even try to learn six hundred thirty minutes? You got to be crazy, right? Six hundred thirty minutes, I'll never get there. If I learn the kolim, I'll get there. So what do you want me doing all this thing? I said it touches up better in the Midas part. You have two psukim on the Midas. The Rambam brings both psukim, and we also have Gemaras. And one doing the one thing, but it's not really one thing. One, it says you believe to be like the Kurdish Boku. And we went by tactic to do four particular mitzvahs Malvish Arumim, and Achamovu, Mavake Chayla, and Achamovu, and Mekaba Mesa. Those are the four mitzvahs that Rabbi Nishab did it for the Bolishan, for Avrom, for Yitzchak. 
and for Moshe Rabbeinu, so we got to be following his ways. That's one of the most. So, that I have to fight because he jumped. Now, we all understand, if you're a Rachum, and I take a look at a, a person that's naked, I'm not going to run and get him clothes. Has no food, I'm going to run and get him food. Right? But the difference is, one is a reaction, and one is a proaction. Reaction is ma'uchanu ma'fatuchanu. Ma'uchanu ma'fatuchanu. In other words, you'll see something that needs done, no shallow bench, and you're going to do it. Abel, if you're a pro-action, if you took it as learning the mitzvah, and this is what Klai Yisrael needs, you're going to make sure that there's no person, there's always places for a person to get clothes. There'll never be a person who doesn't have any clothes in Klai Yisrael. There won't be any hungry person in Klai Yisrael. What would be my riot to this type of thing? I think Nochem Ishkamzu. Nochem Ishkamzu had no feet, had no hands. He was blind and he was full of boils. And his roof was falling in, the house was caving in. So the Talmudim wanted to take him out of the house before, before the house caves in. So he says, as long as I'm in the house, you can take out all the stuff first. The house ain't falling down, I'm in the house. And according to Mashur, was the, I think the Mashur, was originally thought he was not a tzadigama. Like, you know, hey, why do you have no hands and no feet? And what do you, what is, my case is tzadik, you'll be in the But now that you can say on yourself, as long as I'm in the house, the house ain't falling down, then obviously you're a tzadigama. So how did, so how did it do that? So Shari he answered them that this mice that I, I was coming back from the trail, with guns of food and everything else. And a man came over and asked me for food. I ran to get it for him. Went, or I went to get it for him. By the time I came back, it was dead. And on that, my feet had no rachman. Whatever is my eyes didn't see the right things. My hands didn't run in. My feet didn't feel fast enough. Only thing I knew. And so I, 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 then they asked him that smart. He said, if not, I would have been who knows what in Gehenna. I mean, we're talking about Nochemish Gamzu. Guy comes over to him and asks him for food. You don't think he jumped off that donkey as fast as he could and ran to the whatever donkey had the food and, and, and started to untie the packages until he got it and immediately he got it, came back to the guy and the guy's dead. So what do you want from the guy? He was an honest. The difference is, if I would have learned hunger, I would have understood there's a person that can come over to you and look normal and die of hunger in a minute later. So I would have always had food in my pockets. Told my guy would come and ask me for food. But I didn't learn it. I learned it as a clout. Okay, so if I saw a hungry person, I'll give him food. So that's what I was going to do. But I wasn't fast enough. That's the difference with listening to Kol Mitzvah and to Mitzvah So you're doing the Mitzvahs, but you're not doing Kol Mitzvah as long as a person can die by us, I can't put you alien. Because I put you alien and say, be like that, then what's going to help me? I'm going to die just like they die. No, yes. I see my left line of yolum. 
rich. All they did, then maybe I'll join you and, 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 and go to the thing there. The other way, not And I tiny that this is really the differences in the in the schar. Hashishi, the six psukim. After shishi. Right? You listen to his mitzvahs. And therefore, what am I going to do? I'm going to give you guns of broche, and you'll be in Son Hashem Lurosh for Elizonov. You just told me I'm going to be So, what are you going to tell me, Lurosh for Elizonov? No. Elian is only going to be called Kol Mitzvah The first six Pesukim. When you do Mitzvah you get Poroche. You, you, you won't be on the bottom. You're going to be on the top. Oh, but you're not going to be the top. You're going to be Elian. Like there's the nine, 10% guys who made so much money or whatever it is. But you're not good. Okay, and that tells you the two different Poroches. And this is, uh, as I say, it's... Uh, Okay, no. Now I get. I need guys. I'm not. I'm just throwing the posig out to you. You do with it what you want. The beginning of the teichecha. Vehoyo im leisishma bikuel Hashem lekecha. You don't listen to God. Lishmar lasses to learn to do as kol mitzvahisov. Uchukayisov shenechitav hayim uvalechi kolvach haklos eluisigur. Hey, Dovra Melech, you set this up for a bunch of clothes. That's what you did. Who needs you for, for doing such hates? Who has you make hates like that? Right? Teach the way it's supposed to be taught, and we won't have clothes. Right? The Pshat is like this, so we can't learn Pshat that that's, that's what David did. Obviously, David gave us the full Elamaz and stuff like that. And it can't be that I'm going to give you these clothes. So now I'm going to touch the person differently. You learn in a way that you can't do all his mitzvahs who come these barches clothes on you. You got to learn kolatere kula. If a guy says, meh, I don't have to learn Kalkula. I'm a Noshim Nziki man. I'm a Kochi man. I mean, this like that. Because you didn't learn to do what I want you to do. I want you to do all the mitzvahs, and you don't want to do the mitzvahs. Not, I didn't tell you to do all the mitzvahs in all the way it has to be done, but all 613 mitzvahs, even according to David Amalek, has to be done. It's not a pshat that you put, you only have to do 11 kolim. 
in the same day. But in the 11 Cholim, you have all 613 mitzvahs. So I have to learn in a way that I'm going to learn all, do all 613 mitzvahs. But if I'm not going to learn that way, I can say, eh, those mitzvahs are not negated to me. I'm not going to learn that. Moyed, well, I said, it's about Moyed. Shabbos, it's about Bochos, it's I'm learning the good stuff. Okay, good. It's very nice. But if you don't know that stuff, you come alech over the Bochos. Well, the clothes, man. What are these clothes? These clothes are, are, are what we would call life now. Cancer. Uh, pneumonia. COVID. Whatever it is, the will stop from this. Right? You got sick, you died. It's a clover. You died. You're not supposed to die from Shigoyim, with all the things that he's going to send. Whatever I'm going to send on you. But that sickness, that's normal life. You live with sickness. Okay. So that one we can live through. And he goes to the thing that, of course, you're not going to be rich so much, and then I'm going to give you this type of thing. Okay. And sometimes you feel to fail, fail. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes they this. It's like, oh, it's life, as they say. Okay, that's step one. Because he didn't learn to do all the mitzvahs like he was mentioned. The mitzvah, the mitzvah, in the world curl. And even though that, how many guys don't know is Satan and Yonim involved? This year's Esregim, how many people don't know about? Right? I'm going to go out and buy Esregim. What are you going to buy? Shemitah year. How you can be naive with it? I don't know. I guess the guy selling it, I can buy it. Okay. Now we're going to the second one. You're right. I didn't learn all the mitzvahs that I should. And life came. But I'm a happy man. I'm learning God's Torah. Sitting in yeshiva, I'm, I'm hurving. That, that 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 will get. What happens if I don't? I'm not happy with the mitzvahs. I'm not happy with the teir. So then, what happens to you? You're gonna go into goals. You're gonna go into thing. They're gonna kill you. They're gonna do everything. You're gonna end up with hungers. They eat your kids and stuff like that. Terrible things that you're gonna do. Right? Then it has. Um, again to do it. And this again ends, now go up to the third, to the third not You're not even afraid of God anymore. You know, the world, unfortunately, we're not afraid of God. Then it's going to happen. We come there, even what's not written by Seyfels and Hitler, the Gemara, the concentration camps, what they did to us. And it's time, that's what's going to come. Now, well, he's not even going to tell you what can come on you because he's going to send you the worst things that can happen. And that's for not having the year session. So we have three steps. One is knowing the mitzvahs and doing the mitzvahs, uh, or learning in a way to do all the mitzvahs. That means I'm able to do all the mitzvahs. The second one is at least have simcha. I'm telling you. The third one, I don't even have year. The different matrigas. 
of the Toichecha. And this one, Mishvatim, him saying, Me'od tachas ha'shi'isim k'cheshimam lo'ev. Now this posseg I don't understand, so I can't understand you. We are supposed to be medome k'cheh ha'shimayim and the afahoritz. Go to the beach. You pick up a handful of sand. How many kernels of sand are in there? Thousands, probably. In a beach, you trillions. You didn't get that far. I mean, astronomers try to count all of them, but I don't know if they can. I don't know if they got all the pictures. There are plenty of stuff out there, but it's very hard to count. Always I go out there and I start counting. One, two, three. Did I count that one already? That the one that was over there? Was that the one there? And, and that's the thing that I can't count. So one block is we don't know how we can count you. And in a way, I forgot what I wanted to say on that one. Okay, we can't count you. Or we're a minion. And sometimes they have nine that look like ten. And I think in that one, I mean, if ten that look like nine, I can't. What do you mean it looks like? When I look at it, it oh, we got a million. But I can't figure it out. Who knows? So there's an Indian of you can't count us. Okay, you can't count us. You can't let a bracha and what it does. And we're all over the place. You can't even hate us. You can't tell me Jews are the richest guys in the world in every country you go. They don't control the media, they control this, they control that. You know, hey, let's kill them out. And you can't say that because you can't even count, you don't even know where we are. A very interesting thing, I read in the Ted a few weeks ago, already about, probably over a month, not sure about the timing, about this uh, Spanish lady who became a Gyurus. And then, for whatever reason, she went to check into her history. And she found that the Inquisition had very good records. And she can prove above his 24 days of 1391, when they Jews. So she went to El Tzisroel and brought her rayas, and they took away her gerus. Now she's not a gerus anymore. She's an here. And her mission is to find many, many Muranos like that that never integrated into the Goyim, whatever it is. She found uh, 30, 40 families, 40 families, I think, in Colombia. I don't remember the, the, I forgot the right country. Uh, but what happened was that they moved from the jungle to the seashore. Of course, you can't get kosher meat in Colombia, so they became fishermen. Forty families. So she's out to prove whatever she can prove. So in the Emerson, we may even be who knows who we are. Can you count us? You can't count us. You want to talk? You're to be the top of the nations, the most most plentiful. We are, I think, 0.02%, or maybe it's 0.02%, I'm not sure, 
of the world population. And how many times you'll pick up a newspaper and they won't talk about Jews at all? I don't think you'll find any paper like that anywhere in the world. They're always picking on us. Hey, not even a, a, a mashu of the world. What do you guys, what do you guys think a cup about us for? Hey, but we didn't. Don't have it. But you could have been in numbers also. And maybe we are. Because, you know, every year we don't really grow. When you're growing, there's definitely no question that this dirt probably has the biggest sugar movement around. And that means Mashiach is coming closely because that's what they am I'm going to send you a legal nervy, making people do children. And whether Leon Novi is the guy that walks over to you and says to you, slap on the back and says, hey, let's go down by the Kaiser or whatever he does, I can't answer you what he does, what Leon is doing there, or his children, I got no idea. But that's a Leon Novi. But the truth is, our numbers are not from the Bali, from the Bali children. Definitely, do we have, there are Bali children, there's a lot of Bali children. Our numbers are from our big families. Where once upon a time you had three, four kids, I had four kids. There are families that have uh, my own kids. One family I remember on homes, one has not ten, one has nine. And there's nothing there. So, hey, their dough is going to be a lot different than my dough. And the thing, though, and this is the way it goes. Yankee, once Yankee Ravino, with 12 kids, only made 70. Right? I got four kids. I passed them a long time ago. It's like, what's the mile about? All of us, the Benshi now, to us, that we're becoming more and more and more. So now the numbers, whatever, they were pretty much the same numbers we were 20 years ago, 40 years ago. Why the same numbers? Because as many get born, that many become lost. And I don't identify as a Jew anymore. I don't identify as a what anymore. Or the intermarry, or whatever it is. And that's the problem that we have. And we say that. So we have to hold on to what we have. Then we'll become an amgodl talking. Then there's another thing. I don't know how much... You and I always was proud. I don't think it was us guys, MPJ. It's always the other issue. And the thing there, that one guy walk into a basketball game and see 20 Shilabachim there and pick up the basketball and walk away with it. And nobody would do anything about it. You were scared. <coughs> Remember by one of that we had in Brooklyn from one of our old Talmudian we went over over there and he died. And we had two Ravias like that. And we're there, it was in the middle of Bronzeville or whatever it is there. That's where the Yeshiva was. And we had a long, a long what do you call it, about at least a hundred cars. And each car was packed. And there were groups of goyim there, with colors, not negayim. They would make fun of, of, of the Eden. And they weren't afraid that the car doors are going to open, they'll come out, the Jews, and beat their brains out. 
There are only four, five, six goyim. How many guys you got yet? Hundreds of Jews. What's he shouting? Why aren't you afraid? We're afraid. So, say in this teichich, say in the teichich, it's only, the fear of goyim is only in Chutzkovitz. Uva goyim ohem, in their lands, by them, you won't have that thing. So when the Israelis, how did one Nazi control 10,000 people in the concentration camp? Is because of that fear that God put into them. That they didn't know what to do. They panicked. That panic, it wasn't logical. Logical, you can think outside of us the tongue. We have a thousand guys. He's one. Let's worship. Don't kill ten of us. But we'll kill him. Meanwhile, we'll take his gun out. But otherwise, he's taking us into the little gun and we'll kill him, all of us. Why so? So, shook it up from his eye. Why did we do that thing? And the bus we didn't have this thing. Um, I don't know if, if you'll say 100 is eight again. I don't, I think. I saw a clip. I, it, was on the, it was on the Golan. So, was it in the actual 67 war? Was it, was it in the Yom Kippur War? I don't know when the Syrians made attack. But they had about 100 tanks up there, Israelis, and over 1,000 Syrian tanks attacked. So, you're seeing 1,000 tanks coming at you, and you've got 100 guys, I turn my tank around and run. Right? They're going to kill me. You hold your ground. You shoot. And the Venture made an S that the 100 beat the 1,000. How do you make it? Because they missed and we hit. Everyone in the thing did. Geshem once said that uh, he read in a thing, I think, about an interview with one of the commanders of the Goyim in Gaza, or whatever it is, who, who shot, shot all these rockets into Israel. Or maybe what we talk about in the first Gulf War when it's with these spud, stud missiles. I can't, I don't remember when he said it and what it was, but he was talking about one of those things. And the commander said, what do you think? We, we, we have different machinery than you guys got. Got the same guns. You don't see what, you don't aim on anything, you calibrate it. Figure out the guy's 5,000 feet away from me, send this and that and this and that, and you press the button and the, and the, and the shell goes out. So how come we keep missing? In the stud missiles, I think there was only one guy that got killed, I think, from it. How many were hit? How come they always miss? All these things always hit in a, in a desert, they hit 500 feet outside of town. They say, we're aiming for you. How come we keep missing? God must be on your side. Because it can't be that we miss. So it's not Chesorin in us, we you have God on your side. So if God's on your side, of course you're going to win. <coughs> and the thing over there. So, so that was the thing. That now, the truth is, it says like this, uh, you say, you saw all the mitzvahs, right? But God didn't give you the way to adas. You're living 
40 years, you saw all the Nisim. You don't know there's a God? Why are you afraid? Or is there anything else? There's a God. We live daily with Nisim. That the person has to know. We live daily with Nisim. We just don't see it. We don't look for it. So if you want to, I always used to say two weeks. I met someone yesterday that said two days. look back in the last 48 hours of your life and see how many things were muchach to do and nothing to do with your plans, your chayrbenes, or whatever it is there. Who do you think set it up? And for two weeks, I always tell a guy, if you look for the things that are not normal, you miss a bus, you got on time anyway. You, 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 you got the bus, it was late, as it was early and you still came late. I mean, it's different tzachim that you have in life. Most, most people just say good luck and rotten luck, and that's it. They don't follow up. Follow up what happens to you. What happened? The Benjamin didn't do this. You missed the bus for no reason at all. Or you got the bus for no reason at all. If something happened because of it. Follow that up, and then you'll see God controls everything in life. And therefore, but you never look to understand. That's what the problem was. I love you, myself. So this is really a lesson for all of us that you to look into your life, to see Taki, what God has done for me, and everything else. And then if we do that, and learn it, and do it, everything you should do. I don't know, we're having another time before? We still got more time, so we have Hashem. We'll still say back. I wish I could to you anyway. But my says, hopefully we'll get again. It doesn't make it. We always keep wishing. Slochah Rabbi, the Chavis.